When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, Headliner Questions on your way in just a moment. First, we uh, laud the great work done by Dr. Birch and her associates at Birch Orthodontics. Uh, always appreciate them helping us out and all the things that we do if you guys uh, have maybe kids that have orthodontic needs, make sure you go see Dr. Birch and her staff. They're the best in the business, and they have been for a long time. They're also very charitable in the process of helping local charities right now. You can go to Birch Orthodontics. Just type in Birch Orthodontics and find the website, like Corey said last hour. Google it. Yeah, go Google what it. You, what do you need, yeah. www.backforward.com. Yeah. <laughs> backslash. Come on, guys. There you, you go. do it on the internet. Go figure it out. Birch. It's Birch with a U, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Birch with a yeah. U. Don't, don't try that B-I-R-C-H. No, don't do that. Dr. Birch. Yep. There you go. Birch Orthodontics. All right. So, Corey was uh, alert and ready to roll at 2 o'clock in the morning last night, and he posted, hey, yeah, we need some questions out here, kids, because we knew Ira wasn't going to be here. We do this anyhow. We, we're going to have the questions either way. But I should alert you to the fact, I just found this out, uh, our cohort and dear friend Tom Lang let us know that uh, they're running a poll in the headlines chat. Okay. Where would you rather on Warchant.com. That's correct. Where would you rather FSU land? Okay. Right now, the votes have gone this way. SEC, you got a guess? 61%. Very good, Corey. 63%. Okay. I think I don't believe that number. The Big Ten is at 37%. Again, I think we can the, figure that out once we knew the 63% sure. there. No Big 12? Or AAC? Is AAC not, an option? Not, not in there. Not in there. Um Ivy? No. So the thing with that, though, is I think so many of us, and me included, I have ripped on the SEC forever. We have so much animosity towards that conference before what it has done to this sport mm-hmm. that I get wanting to not jump into that conference, like having real ill will. It's kind of a class that can't beat them, join them. Towards that conference. But, guys, I mean, I'm not just talking about my life. All of <laughs> you your don't lives travel. to going to these games – would be so much easier if you're driving to Knoxville or Oxford or Starkville or Athens and not West Lafayette or East Lafayette or Evanston or L.A. or all these other faraway places. You know, Rutgers, you don't want to go to New Jersey. You want to keep it in the South. Even Vanderbilt. Oh, man, that's an awesome a cool place. city. Oh, it's a great city. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. Um, Zach, I think that's an emotional answer. Those are emotional answers because we're all so frustrated and fed up with the SEC. Well, we just I know this. The bottom line is whether it's the SEC or the Big Ten, we'll just be elated to get out of this damn conference. Yes. And it gives us a fighting chance to be an elite football school. And be showered you know, with in money. And out. Yeah, just absolutely. Take baths with money. I think Zach probably in the chat here represents a lot of what you're describing, which is Hard pass on traveling to Nebraska, Iowa, Illinois, mm. Maryland. You get the point every other season. SEC on CBS at Doke sounds better to me. Amen, Zach. Yeah. I listen. And I say that as somebody that doesn't like to fly. I know it would be cool to go to L.A. and Seattle. Be awesome. And places like that. Yeah. But, yeah. You know. 
you got you got vacation time. Take it on, on your own time. Taking taking on Southern Cal out there in L.A. wouldn't sure. suck. Uh, taking sure. on or if they were able to grab Oregon and Washington, playing those yeah. teams would not suck. Yeah, I'd enjoy it. It is a long haul though. It is. You, you, you can't just willy nilly. Jumping on a plane to L.A. And is Lonnie, is the softball team going to play Oregon? That is is the other problem. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I still think at the end of the day, you're going to the SEC. I keep saying Oregon as if they're in it yet. But we we all assume they they will be in it. I would also say this, that when we join the SEC and dominate that conference the way that we will, Mm. uh, let them know that uh, there's, there's a new sheriff in town. Right. All right. Well, here's the thing. We're also going to be able to influence them. We'll be in their sphere of influence finally, and we can say to them, this mouth-breathing nonsense you all do with this SEC chant all the time. It's, it, it happens. The buck stops here. Yeah. It ain't ever happening. Nope. We're not chanting SEC ever we under do any it, circumstance. It's 100% ironical. Yeah, we're being We're, we're mocking, being ironic, and we're making fun you. of you. That's right. Yeah. So when you come to Doke and take that ass-kicking, we might chant SEC. Yeah. Ironically, right. <laughs> right. We might have some fun at your expense, but we're not chanting it as if we belong to a club. Yeah, exactly. We all know that club. Mm. SEC, man. Uh, Polk County Knoll says, okay. love the show. Love everything you guys do. We should stop there. Uh, there's this nothing is a else wonderful, to, the yeah, most important just, thing just he said. positing that Polk County Knoll is a wonderful way to ingratiate yourself. Longtime listener, post rarely. I'm part of the One Buck Club. So okay. he got in for the dollar. Yeah. But would you rather go to get, rather go and get seventy five million of SEC money, or restructure the Big Twelve deal and get say sixty eight million and bring in Oregon, other other top Pac ten schools, Pac twelve schools looking for homes? You would have maybe FSU, Clemson, Miami, get rid of some of the weaker teams, supplant them with a Washington and an Oregon, make a run out of Power three, give ESPN two power conferences, they'd tear up the ACC and Pac twelve for. Eyeballs. Yeah, no. Uh, again, but mostly for the 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 reasons we were just talking about the travel. You know, you're that's a you're going across the country, back and forth across the country. That's I know for most people it doesn't matter, but some of you would really like to go to games and like it's hard to get to Pac-12 stadiums and venues. It's not that hard to get into Mississippi and Alabama and Tennessee and Georgia. That would be yeah. You know, the money being the same. And I also like. I just think Florida State has always been more of a regional cultural fit in the SEC. You guys are very, very passionate about your football team, much like those SEC schools are. Yeah. I don't know that it's it's the cultural fit. But, I mean, not that that matters as much. I just – I would think – me personally, and I'm only speaking for myself, I would prefer the SEC over that model, that, that example. Partly – and I think what you're doing is – Reverting back to what we would all say, it's it's relative ease in terms of your lifestyle to be able to go back and forth, say, to the Grove or to Knoxville or to yeah. Gainesville, which we already do, or go to Athens, obviously, or go to Austin. You know, go to well, that'd be nice. Yeah, obviously, I'd love to uh, head on over to Baton Rouge and have some fun uh, with the LSU fans, which we already do, and we'll be playing LSU, and it's not that far away now, buddy. That was his uh, hundred and what four months? What is it? No, oh, less than that. It's like less than four months. It's What's like three like, and a half months. One hundred and fifteen days. One hundred and forty. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'll be. It'd be. It's going to be an interesting game because that's a game that if you win it, all of a sudden you allow yourself to think about college football playoff. And maybe you qualify for the playoff. You go twelve and zero. You're number two in the country, and then you tell them unless y'all blow up that grant of rights deal, we ain't going. 
Then you have all the leverage. We're not pl- we're not getting you that playoff money, uh, ACC. We're not gonna com- we're not gonna compete. We're not gonna fly out there. All right, here we go. Questions from the audience. Uh, how lucky is FSU? This is from Joshua. How lucky is FSU to have a strong AD and overall stable program at this point with everything going on with the ACC? Can you imagine with Willie or Jimbo was still here? Yeah, with the way things ended with Jimbo, certainly that uh, was uh, a program in disarray, a, a culture that was. Um, soured. Uh, obviously, things never got off on the right foot for Willie. Okay. So, Florida State was losing on and off the field at that yeah. time. Now, Florida State is winning uh, on and off the field, and, and, and it's really in a strong position from a athletic department standpoint. I think they finally have a lot of good people in place. Yeah, they do. And uh, it, it's certainly... Also, the, the shifting of the boosters and the way things worked out. I, I think, you know, maybe Michael Alford probably wanted to throw down the gauntlet earlier than he did. But coming off a five and seven season, probably didn't feel what like the right do? time yeah. to do that. And I, so I don't think that's a the happenstance or complete coincidence that he had that board of trustees meeting and the way it was structured, coming off a ten and three season, probably wasn't a coincidence. Yeah, a little bit, I was a little bit easier about, to pound your chest. Yeah, absolutely. And because look, man, the numbers speak for themselves. And when Florida State's good, eyeballs are everywhere. Well, those ratings, those are, that's empirical. Like you can, yes. you don't have to sit there and say, well, I think I don't think anything. These numbers are what they are. Florida this State, is the fact. If you had Florida State, like number five Florida State versus number three Georgia or number one Georgia, that would be the highest rated game in the country all year. When do you see the ratings for the FSU, LSU? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's up two this, top yeah. ten teams, two five yeah. tens. It'll be an enormous rating. Last year was an enormous rating. Yes. And they were they, neither one of them were ranked. It was top four, if I recall. Yeah, it, the most watched one games of the year, yeah. Um, in the most watched Sunday night game in 10 years yeah. or something. Yeah. So, yeah, man, Florida State, is uh, they just bring a lot of eyeballs and a lot of ratings. I was thinking about this, too, when I was driving over here. Um, because there have been people, there's North Carolina media and other everybody that says if Florida State had been better. Oh, it's our fault. It, it's Florida State's fault for not being good the last five <laughs> years. And the counter to that is Florida State from 2012 to 2000, mid-2015 had the best program in the United States. It still took a work of Congress and an act of God to even get a network for this for this school. And that was all Florida State. Yeah. Like it was on the back of Florida State. And Clemson had just started to get their a run network. Yet. Yeah. I mean, and that's how long it took just for that to happen. And Florida State was the best program in the country. So whose fault was it then? Florida State did its work. It's done its work. It's made itself a, a, a an iconic brand. Yes. Um, so yeah, it, it needs to be in another conference, probably. Bishop writes, I know the baseball season has been a hard one. Mm. Last night Cal Raleigh hit home runs from both sides of the plate at Fenway Park. Yeah. This got me thinking. What's the greatest feat you have seen a former Knoll accomplish in Major League Baseball? Well, Buster Posey won three World Series. Uh, uh, singular MVP. feat. Singular feat. Um, all right. Well, what do you think? I mean, so not a seasonal not award. A, not even a season thing. It's got to be like one You're game. You're not going to say Dion flying and playing football and baseball on the same day. That's a day. pretty good one, it's man. a pretty good one. Not, no, not the same day. The fact that he hit a home run and scored a touchdown in the yeah. same week. Yeah. Major League Baseball home run and then scored a touchdown on a punt return. It's pretty, pretty good. That's got to be it, right? I would think it's probably. I it. wasn't at either, but that has to. I mean, who scores a touchdown in the in the NFL and hits a home run in Major League Baseball? And he was the second best. I mean, Bo Jackson, did. but he didn't do it because he wouldn't do both simultaneously. You know what I mean? Coward like, in the I know, big baby. Uh, Dion would. So I would. I would say that man hitting a home run. That that. Well, but wait a minute. So. Yes, I, because you're compounding. You're taking you're the taking two. The, if you took if the it's football, just a baseball accomplishment, no, hitting a home, home run, run is whatever. Yeah, I mean it's still amazing. I'd love to hit a home run in a major league baseball game, of course. But yeah. you know, lots of people have. So, no, I don't know. I don't know what it would be. 
nobody's thrown a no hitter, have they? Or a per, from Florida a State game? No, I wouldn't think. No, Paul Wilson never achieved. He the did not lofty, get to the no hitter. Yeah, it never, never happened. I don't think. J, um, you know, JD Drew. I'm pretty sure is well, a part of two different teams that hit four home runs in a row. He was part of. He did it with the Dodgers and, and the, the Cardinals. Red Sox. Oh, the, the Red, Red Sox. Sox. Yeah. Who? I mean, that's a pretty crazy feat. That doesn't happen a lot. Four home runs in a row has happened probably 15 times in the history of baseball, and J.D. was a part of two of them. He also hit a prodigious home run to straightaway center in Boston in the playoffs in their run. Yeah. To the world. Well, he I had mean, some power. Well, I mean, that that one to center, I mean, it's the high part where the fence comes in from the low part and the highest part of the wall. He yeah. hit that part. It, it, I mean, that was crushed. Yeah. That, that's a better home run. Uh, probably. But, I mean, just two four in a row home run. And uh, Buster, I mean, yeah, choose Buster. something for choose Buster. Choose something for Buster. He was right? awesome. Won an MVP. Won a World Series MVP. Won, won a batting rings, title. Won a batting title. Yeah. Won comeback player rookie of the year. Of the year. Rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, he did it. He did a lot of things. Yeah. Well, Buster Posey did. Scott says, how would you rank the current ACC teams in relation to how coveted they would be to the Big 12, If oh, to the Big 2 if the conference disbanded? Florida State and Clemson are 1A and 1B. I think. I think one and two. Yeah. I mean, I mean honestly, I mean, I know Clemson's he, been a better program, but Clemson lately, d- yeah. is not as popular a program. They as are Florida not. State. The ratings tell you that. Exactly. Um, but so, I think it's one and two easily. Florida yeah, State, Florida State, Clemson. And then from there, Wait, is, is it North Carolina? I was going to say, is it Carolina, is it Virginia? Carolina? Is it Carolina? Well, when you talk about desirous, I think the SEC is desirous to and be. You're always in, talking about desirous. Oh, that's a, that's my word right there. Desirous. Are you desirous? Yeah. Um. So Virginia, they want to be in that. It, it's a market that would matter to them. I still think Carolina. May, may, uh, I just like that we're not school. saying Miami. No, it's not Miami, man. I don't. I don't. I was just we were talking during the break. If you're, if you're not the biggest football draw in your own city. I don't know that you necessarily so like belong Pitt. in so like one of these. Pitt yeah, doesn't, Pitt, yeah. Pitt doesn't belong maybe in the conversation. Miami is clearly not as popular as the Dolphins. Um, you not that the I mean, you know, we we I'm not trying to poke fun at Miami because they've had a great history in the rivalry of Florida State in the 90s was one of the best. It, it is it is uh it's right, what look. makes college football great. Miami has had a great program, but they don't they don't matter as much from a rating standpoint. It's Florida State, it's Clemson, it's North Carolina. It's Virginia, it's Miami, it's Louisville. I would put Miami in front of Virginia. Okay, fine. Because flip think about the two, flip it, off the two if you want. That's if, fine. How about if Miami became Miami again? Well, all sudden, we've been waiting. Well, I know, but for if they're twenty plus years, if they're in the Big Ten or the SEC, the Big Ten thinks, oh man, if we give Miami all this money, yeah. they are going to become Miami again. And think about because Miami, when they're good, oh really good, is is great television. Yes. So yes. that might be the appeal of maybe even bumping up Miami to three is because when they're operating at peak efficiency, they yeah, are they're as, bigger, they're a, they're a big bigger draw, draw football yeah. wise than North Carolina. So if you want to put Miami third, you can. They haven't mattered. They've never won the conference. The only time they played for the conference title, they got shellacked, and they that did. was the one and only time they played. I think they did. They score a touchdown in that game. I got housed. By well, I know. I, I'm I trying to think yeah. if they yeah, either scored a they touchdown scored, in the yeah. in a championship. Game. So you know, there's that. Um, but where it gets interesting is when you start getting the teams like NC State, Pitt, Virginia Tech. Has anybody suffered a greater downgrade in reputation than Virginia Tech in the last 50 years in sports? Like, Virginia Tech is irrelevant. Yeah. This is a team Florida State played for the national title. This you, is a team that the, rattled off yeah. great season after great season, 
players that were nationally known in the good NFL. Season. Good season after good season. Yeah, and really I, good not, season. Not great season. Well, I mean, really, really good season. Yeah, they were a good yeah, program. Yeah, yeah. They mattered. But they they mattered for a, what, about a fit? If a we look window. at it for the, the in the history of college football, they mattered from like 97 to 12. They have to be scared to death right now. Of Where course. are they going to land? I Who the know. hell cares about Virginia and Tech? And what bothers me about it, and not because Virginia Tech uh, has been a great program for seven years. It's just that those fans do care. Oh, they're passionate. They are rabid. They, they yes, are good yes. college football One fans. of the few real atmospheres yes. in the ACC. The best atmospheres in this league are Florida State and Clemson and probably Virginia Tech third. Yeah, they care. Like West Virginia cares. Like, they care. Those are good, passionate fans. Those bases. hillbillies are out there burning couches ready I to mean, go, they're, baby. They're burning couches every day getting ready for football. Can't wait. Uh, it's a tough task to rank all these teams. I think suffice to say we're going to say that uh, last, from a football standpoint, is that Duke? Duke, yeah. Yep. yep. Followed by Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's right, right there with uh, right above them. Georgia Tech fellows. at least has that recruiting base, but they're right above them barely. And then, thing. I don't know, man, uh, Boston Co- Well, no, Who? Boston College. Hey, but, Boston, yeah, uh, no. Below Duke. But below Duke. Yeah. Bel- it's Duke, 50 yards of crap, Saw- Shawshank, sewage. <laughs> And then Boston College. They need to get out of the college athletics business. Boston College is down there wading through it. Just, just trying, help me, Duke. Just give me your hand. Give me no. your hand. And then there's Georgia Tech. Georgia Ooh. Tech's like laughing at Boston College there so so far above I never them. thought we'd live in a time where it is obvious that Wake Forest has much more cachet yeah. than several teams in the ACC. It's sad. That is, it is sad. All right, next question. Uh, R.A. Andrews writes, Gentlemen, I heard Ira actually entered the portal last week mid-show demanding more jalapeno and cheddar. And he is taking visits at Jacksonville Sports Radio. Is he still love? <laughs> yeah, he did leave us early last week on Seminole Headlines, and now he's not even here. What gives with Ira? Yeah, that's, Is he uh, sending a message? I, well, that's is what he too wanting to leave the conference? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Folks are wondering, like he... Have we ever had somebody just leave the show in the we you've never left in the middle and I, I never have, I have left in the middle. So Thankfully that, we've not had to. There've been we, no emergencies. Sure, but yeah. this wasn't really an emergency. Not at all. No. He uh, forgot a key. We want people to know that. that yeah, he's it fine. was an emergency, but it back to back it doesn't look good. You it know, looks like week, we're making excuses almost like yeah. something is going down with headlines. That's what people are thinking. It's not. Everything's fine. That's what we I assure but that's you. what we That's say, what we would say even if, even there, if there was. So, but there hey, isn't. But there isn't. There isn't, but No. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens next week. If you need me to, I'll lay it bare. Last week was just a parental failure on Ira's part. Correct. That he had to go make amends for. Yeah. You know, he betrayed his daughter mm. in a moment that she needed him. Couldn't get into the house. Couldn't get into the house. Clearly she couldn't wait an extra 15 minutes. Had to be at work. Dad's working. Yeah. So he said, I'm up. I'm out. I got to go. I said, Corey and I will hold it down. That's Some would say the dad would be like, well, my job is more important than whatever your job yeah. is. So You're give me 15 minutes and I'm Jiffy leaving. Jiffy Lube ain't going to get it done. So, uh, But no. So Ira, again, as we're saying, as we're sitting here right now, we think Ira is still a part of the show. Does Jiffy Lube still exist? Yeah, I go. Is there. it a place? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, they go. Oh, they might. They might have all been bought out and been called like Ten Minute Oil Change or something. That's what they are, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Are there Jiffy but Lubes? Ira's daughter, rest assured, does not work at one. No, I just made weird, that up. That was a weird example. To you. I'm just saying. It sounds like I'm belittling the fine folks at Jiffy Lube, and I feel bad about it. I no, need no, it that work. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. real hardworking work. people. Yeah. yeah, I can do things I don't know how to do. I don't and, know how to do. And Ira is still part of the show. I just texted him. It, I hope you guys believe that. Kyle writes, gentlemen, huge fan. Oh wait, oh yeah, no, that was not a question. It was Ra worried about the status of Seminole headlines and Ira in right. general. 
Uh, Kyle writes, gentlemen, huge fan of the show. Great work as always. While not rooting for this, if Jordan can't start for each and any of the following games, who starts and do we win or lose? It could be a different QB for each depending on where it falls in the season. Here are the games. Clemson, Pitt, Miami, Florida. Uh, listen. I, I don't want to play that game. First of all, Tate Rodemaker is starting every one of those games. You would think, unless he just completely falls on his face. So if we played Clemson in week four without the services of Jordan Travis and Tate was terrible, would that, I don't know, like I don't think that would mean they're off of him for life. I wouldn't either. Now maybe by the time you got to Florida, if he had sucked in three different games, yeah, you might say we got to go a different route. Yeah, but I don't. I don't even <laughs> want to entertain this question. I don't think it's smart to get that out in the universe. Okay. But yeah, I would. I think it would be Tate and all of them, unless he just completely fell on his face. Sean writes, "What's it going to take to find an intern that can upload show segments to Spotify in the correct order?" Mm. I love you guys. Don't know what I would do without Warchamp Podcast while I'm working in Gainesville now. I didn't know that they were going up out of Who's order. Is Director that, Matthew, are they going up out of order? He shook his head. He's but saying it, no. But it he's telling a, Sean to suck it. It was a. It wasn't a emphatic shake of the head. Yeah, like maybe he's he's thinking Ben is betraying us. Yeah, right. So. It could we'll, be Ben. We'll, hey, we'll it's get to the bottom. It's not Director Matthew. I know that. We'll get to the bottom of it. Which FSU football SEC away games are you most looking forward to? Hmm. This is from uh, D Snipes. Uh, Ole Miss. Uh, I've never been there. Never that, been to the Grove. That's a one-off. Like I don't yeah. think I need to keep going there. But I, that is the one I want to go to because I've never been there. Um, and then no, after man, that, it's LSU. And then after that, it's LSU. Yeah, every it's time. LSU, buddy. Yeah. No, I know, but one t- I've been to Baton Rouge multiple yeah, times. I've yeah. never been to Oxford. That's fair. I want to cross that off the bucket list. Have you ever been to Knoxville? Yep. It's a great atmosphere. I went there for the uh, Florida Tennessee game in '96 when it was one versus two. It that was, was a Peyton great game. Manning ver- no, it wasn't. Florida got up thirty-five to zero. Oh, I thought it was. Th- was it the next year? Next year was yeah, a really, it was a good, really good game. No, yeah, it was '96. Yeah. Florida was one. Tennessee was two. Peyton Manning was the quarterback, and, yeah, and, and Florida was up thirty-five to zero in the second quarter. And you were like, ah, now I'm stuck in Tennessee. Yeah, and then I was like, five to nothing. And, and the Knowles got to play this team in three months. That's not going to be pretty. But did you go Knowles hang out with the Volunteer Navy for the all, game? No, they all. Well, no, that's really cool. Game because back then all the big games started at noon, so we rolled up right when the game was starting. How did Hades? They all left. They all left at halftime, as you can imagine. Oh, 35 to nothing will do it to you. Yeah, but cool story. Tennessee came back and actually lost 35 to 29. They made it a game. So think about all those people that left. They'd be a little bit like those that uh, were not at the choke and doke who Except said they were. The difference is 400,000 people apparently at yeah. that game between Florida State and Florida. The difference is, is Florida did not win at choke and doke. That is they correct. They still won in Knoxville. That is correct. And it, it was a certain level of um, hubris from the mm. head coach who decided, yeah. no, I'm going to keep throwing the ball. Yeah. My man, you can run three times right at the middle. You're going to win this game. Yeah. But that's not the way he wanted to win. No, he wanted to put it on. He wanted to put, yeah, yeah, he he wanted wanted to put, put it on record. Yeah. That's right. Some of the headlines 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV continues in a moment. Time to talk Shopify. A couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Major League Baseball is finally back in full swing, and MyBookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs. With a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, and futures, MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of a brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie and use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. You deposit 200 and play with 300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. My bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WarChant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. All right. I see the chat has been invaded by a uh, a Kansas fan. Oh, well, let's let's That's uh, a let's fruitless not, endeavor let's not even, to be a yeah. fan of Kansas uh, when we're talking football. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, here we go. Let's get to this. Uh, next question. Which FSU football? Nope, already answered that. What prevents eight teams from voting to dissolve the ACC, realigning with each other, plus a few other teams, and creating a new super conference? Yeah, this has kind of been a similar-themed question. I think it uh, – Goes back to what you described earlier, Corey, which is the bad taste it leaves in the mouth of many who say, I don't want to go in the SEC, guys. I want to leave the ACC, but I don't want to go to the SEC, and it doesn't make sense to go to the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, from a, a geographic. geographic and weather standpoint, it doesn't. Um, yeah, I think it's just people not they, – they would rather have their own big super conference than deal with the SEC. But the truth of the matter is you're almost certainly going to have to be in one of the other. I you know, so. to matter. To matter in college football – you're going to have to be in one or the other. Uh, when does the transfer portal for ACC schools to other conferences begin? Yeah, good good question. If FSU, Clemson, and Notre Dame were to anchor a brand new conference, see, we're getting a lot of this. Um, well, Notre Dame is not – they're not part of the equation. If they were part of the no. equation, then, yeah, that is a good – it's a really strong anchor. Florida State, Notre Dame, that's a really Florida strong State, Notre anchor. Dame, Clemson's a good anchor. Uh, you, you, you are going to need another nine teams. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you're trying to sell it. Yeah, like Louisville, you want, you NC State. Want, you want Amazon or somebody to buy yeah. it and circulate your games. Yeah. Um, this person does ask this, though. What matters more, a cultural fit, proximity, or just the dollar bills? I mean, at the end of the day, the dollar bills. The dollar right? bills is the answer. You start with that. But, yeah, I mean, I think it matters. I don't know about cultural fit, but I think it certainly matters the proximity to these games. And there's there's probably the, – the question is how much more money would the Big Ten have to give you if you both – if you had offers on the table for both, the SEC and the Big Ten, how much more money would the Big Ten have to offer you to join their conference? What What's that What's that rate? Is it $10 million? Is it $5 million? Who decides? Mm. Um, because I'm just telling you, guys, I know it's, it's fun to not – to think about – making all this money not in the SEC, but you aren't going to have to play Northwestern in, Chicago in in November or Purdue in November or have to go to uh, – where is Iowa? 
Iowa City? Iowa City, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be cool for their uh, when they wave oh, to the hospital. Awesome. That's a really also cool that tradition. is a really cool place to see yeah. a game. And I they think. love their football. And they in love Iowa. football. And they're great fans they, because good lord, they have to be with that with that offense. They have to watch. That's a toughie. Oh my goodness, Kirk Ferentz's son. Oh my, Jeff, making Jeff Bowden look like look like a genius. Bill Walsh. Yeah, <laughs> going with the old nine route <laughs> over and over and over again. Do you think FSU will have a say if and when the ACC dissolves of deciding between the Big Ten or the SEC, or is it just where they're going to be placed? Based on the money, I, Ryan. I, I mean, of course they have a say in theory, but I mean, you're you're leveraging your uh, iconic brand mm. in the hopes of receiving uh, a weighty offer financially, obviously. And those two conferences are the two who have the weightiest of offers. Yes. To present, so it's one of those two, and you know, I don't know uh, how that's going to work. Uh, I I would like to think that they probably already do know um, that there would be an invite. Yeah, from the SEC or the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that it would be it would be asinine right, for to these go to conferences. War over this. But, yeah. but for the it, neither one of these conferences to be interested in Florida State. Like, if you think about a game of musical chairs, Florida State is the team that can like high step and take its time and and look at its watch and get on the phone and step outside. They know when the music's playing, there there will be a chair saved for them. There aren't out of all the possibilities of the free agents out there. Who is even remotely – is it Notre Dame, number one, and then Florida State is two? Like, they're a bigger – they're bigger than Oregon. They're bigger than Washington. Yeah, yeah. They're bigger than Miami and Clemson. They're bigger than everybody that's left when we're talking about college football and ratings. That's so I, I would think they're, they feel comfortable. That they're I don't going know to if that asked. was the question, but, yeah, but they, they, they will be asked. These, these conferences will be interested in them. Okay, what do we got here? I haven't done any Facebook questions, so that's oh, on, what? That's well, on, no. I've, I've really just – Absolutely screwed the Facebook audience. Uh, if you were in Link's shoes, what would be your strategy with this year's baseball team towards a drastic improvement for 2024? That's from Butch. Okay, that was Facebook? That's Facebook. Um, well, you know, go get some guys. Go get some players? Play, they can pitch. Um, yeah, I mean, you got like, you know, you got four guys that you feel pretty good about in the lineup. Four or five guys, maybe. Um, but other than that, You've got to, I don't know if you go the JUCO route or you make sure everybody knows the portal is wide open and you have spots available. I have to imagine one of those kids at Florida Gulf Coast would like to play baseball at Florida State. I mean, I know they're all super-duper seniors. They're all 29 <laughs> years old. But maybe one of them has a year of eligibility left. But I'm just saying, if you're a really good hitter or a really good pitcher from around the country, and I thought Link made a good point he, when I talked to him after yeah, the game on Sunday. Yeah, I was going to ask you, you talked about him, and, his, and, and, and it was a weird moment because yeah. they had just beaten the number one team in the country. But Link is clearly uh, displeased with what was a disastrous campaign. Right. Yeah. He was talking about the fact that they knew their season was over. You know, they, they, Florida State hasn't been in a position where they knew their season was over with a week left to play in the regular season. Ever. 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 So since at least the way the, the NCAA is currently constructed, they've never dealt with this. So he did say, he's like, he, he was talking about the players, and he's like, you know, you guys owe it to your fans. You owe it to yourselves to play hard and play well this last week. And he goes, because there are millions of people that would trade spots with us in a second to play at Florida State. And I think that's kind of the line of thinking and the mindset you have when you open up this portal. <laughs> you know, like there are kids that are even – they've had better seasons. They're on teams that have had better records and are probably better than Florida State right now. But it's different getting to play at Florida State. Yeah, no, it's yeah, a, being a baseball player at Missouri. Yeah. isn't as fun as being a baseball player at Florida State. It just isn't. So that he needs to go 
flood the roster, I think. Seven or eight or nine oh, more portal, than that. portal guys. Oh, I'm, I, I well, you're going to have some high school kids, too. That's and true. you're going to have sorry, some kids sorry, stay. Yeah. But, I'm just talking about total numbers. Oh, yeah, 15, man, yeah, half the roster. Maybe 20, yeah. At least half the roster. So, yeah, that's – but I would I would make sure people know the portal is open and it's fun to play baseball at Florida State. Bob wants to know, hello, gentlemen, will FSU do a proper ceremony at a game to honor Gene Deckerhoff? Also, a shout-out to Luke Laux. It's cool living in Sacto and having Laux with the Sacramento Kings. I talked to Luke Laux recently. Okay. Um, i got to get him on the show. He's doing some uh, heavy-duty lifting there, man, coaching up that offense, and they scored a lot. They did. They scored a lot of points. Um, as far as Gene Deckerhoff, I'm sure they will. Oh, man, they, they – I know they had I mean, already a ceremony, but they're going to do something, I would think. I mean, they did it – I think their ceremony they did was before the spring game last year, something like that. Like they had him on the field – are they? It just it was something. It was yeah. not good. It was, it was not, not a. You know, it wasn't what we it do. wasn't warrant. Gene Deckerhoff warranted something better than that. Cool. And I would love for them to do something like that. I'm not holding my breath. It doesn't. I mean, again, where's Mickey Andrews' statue? Where's Mickey Andrews' way? It's, it's just yo. You're here for 40 years. Great. Thanks. And that's a wrap. Unless your name's Bowden or Dunlap, then you're everywhere. Well, you can't overlook the great Al Dunlap. <laughs> Well, I mean, the money the money talks, man. Money talks. <laughs> Some of the headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV, continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Usually, you need to have Heisman moments throughout the year to make a true run at the award in addition to the stats. In 2022, Jay Trav had two incredible moments. Which was your favorite? The LSU defender delivering the shot to the face mask as he launches a dime to Pokey for a touchdown, hopping up and celebrating after, or two, making the entire UF defense miss to get called down at the one instead of the touchdown. Multiple other moments scattered throughout the year, but those bookend moments would have been a perfect launch and close to a Heisman campaign. Yeah, I would say, see. The, the many runs against yeah, Florida. Yeah, the two runs oh he had against Florida were the Heisman moments. I, the one, I still think that was Pokey's moment. I mean, it's nice that Jordan got it up there, but those were great catches yeah. by Pokey. Um, the, the, the runs against Florida were all Jordan Travis. That was just an, a special athlete doing special things. Uh, kind of reminded you of, uh, I know he's much faster, but uh, Jameis' run against uh Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Where you, yeah. Sky. Sky yeah. Fame picture. It's just yeah. stuff that, that winners do, that, that guys like that do, that special athletes do, and uh, those would have been a great culmination. And I think with Jordan Travis, somebody asked us about this on Wake Up War Chant, which you can also listen to daily, folks. Great, great show. show with uh, Aslan and I. Daily? Daily. Mostly. Well, during the offseason, it's, what is it, tri-weekly, three yeah, times a week? Say, it's, 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 sometimes. It's mostly <laughs> daily. Um, but uh, they asked – you know about his Heisman chances, but it, what kind of numbers that we he would have to put up to win the Heisman? And I'm like, I don't know that that's even relevant because you're not you're the numbers nowadays in college football are so goofy and astronomical. You right. can't even really. It is hard. To, it's yeah. hard to even gauge what they are. And Caleb and what's his name at USC is going to put up staggering numbers anyway. As yeah. long as he has good numbers, he has to have moments like that though. The Florida game for a guy like Jordan Travis and the ACC to win a Heisman, who's not like you know the number one pick in the draft, he's going to have those special play moments. I think that like the ones against Florida would be Heisman moments. Yeah, I don't, I do not think Jordan Travis is going to win the Heisman, and I don't think it's going to be that close. I I think that you've already pinpointed a guy that's going to have astronomical numbers because they all do. When yeah, but they're not going to. They don't want to give it to him again. No, they don't. 
but he will be in the conversation yes. and he will take votes. Um, we'll see what Drake May does. He's an elite quarterback who will put up big numbers. Uh, the kid out at Washington but that's put what up I'm big saying. numbers. Don't, every, that's my point. Everybody puts up big numbers. Yeah. You've got to have those special moments and big games with people watching. If he has not just he's gonna have to go nuts yards. against LSU. He's gonna have to go nuts against Clemson, yeah. and he'll have to yeah. But not just like four hundred yards and five touchdowns because I think that's the, plays, it's yeah. got the fantastic plays. The the ridiculous plays are gonna want to are, are gonna make him will will make him stand out. Todd is uh, ending his question with "I love you all" at the end, so this makes reading the first part of his question a little bit easier. Okay, good. Thank Hello, you. my fellow confirmed losers. <laughs> Why do I still have trouble trusting this team's high potential next year? Is it a hangover effect from the lost decade and the Jimbo Willie debacle? Is there something you can prescribe me to trust again? I love you all. Yeah, man, the offense. I give you the Florida State offense, which is going to be one of the best 10 offenses in all of college football next year, period. It just is probably higher than that, probably top five. You have a Heisman caliber quarterback, under center, you have a deep and sizable offensive line. Is that Twelve thunder, deep. by the way. Is is that, oh my goodness! Is, yeah. Every day at this time, we go off the air. You know what happened, folks? Yeah. Twelve players deep on the offensive line. It's insane. Yeah. You actually have a tight end room yeah. with appreciable talent, like really talented players in said room that will contribute greatly. You have a depth of talent at running back. You five deep at running back. Four deep. I mean, if Kaziah Holmes is healthy, you. Five deep. So you just have an awful lot of weapons. You got Johnny Wilson out there. That's a matchup nightmare, and you've got enough. I'd like him to bring in another receiver, and who knows? They may still. Mm. But, you know, I I just think this offense is going to light defense after defense after defense up. The only time I see them getting slowed down, and you have the one game that you can never pinpoint that you're just like, well, they're not on it today, or yeah. it's in clement weather or something. And you are opening with a real team. I was like going to say, you have a team. very good LSU If you're team. opening with, like, Georgia Tech or somebody like yeah. that, you'd I think you'd feel better. that You might just not be at your best because it's the season opening game, and most teams aren't, and that might be the biggest game of the year. It just happens to be your first one. Uh, so I, I get the skepticism, but, yeah, man, I, it may, and I, I get the – not pessimism, because that wasn't necessarily a pessimistic question, but that you you have suffered a lot of losing and a lot of heartache over the last five years. It's hard to fully commit. Oh yeah, and if, if you I keep to... getting broken up with by by your <laughs> yeah. by significant so others, you you're just like, okay, yeah. I'm not going to trust you anymore. I'm yeah, not going to trust. Tired of hurt like yeah. this. You know, I will say this: if I wanted to poke holes in my own argument about why you shouldn't say, but we don't want to do that. That's not what this show's about. Do you want no. me to do that? No. Do you want me to poke holes? Because I can. I know. We don't I can give that. you a lot of reasons we got, why. We got 115 days for <laughs> you to do that. Um, all right. Hello, gents. Let's talk punter. Alex Mastromano's average has declined for each of his three years here. He's been Are here we, three years? Yeah, it seems like a long time. Yeah. I, I like that kid. He's a nice kid. Three years, though, yeah. Are we expecting an improvement this year, and who is on deck to be our next weapon at that position? Well, I have no idea, but he punted well in spring. <laughs> <laughs> he punted all right in spring. Uh, he punts with both feet. He got bigger. But he's he's a lot bigger, bigger, yeah. He's, he's definitely. Bigger. No, I thought he kicked, on average, punted a little bit further. I mean, he had some bombs in practice. When he's I, not doing I the just, rolling to his right and rolling yeah. to his left, he just. Which I wish they'd stop doing. But when he does, when he just punts it, uh, he punts like they're 50 yarders. I mean, he's in high. Um, but yeah, man, uh, who knows? You hope you don't have to. Look, you won a national championship with Case and Beatty. Yeah. If you and the reason was who is because Jimbo described as debt, debt, yeah, but but like you don't 
you know, maybe you're not going to be punting a lot. The, yeah. nine, the 2013 yeah. they didn't, they didn't team punt a lot. Yeah. didn't punt a whole bunch. Yeah. So maybe that'll be where you're at in uh, 2023. But he's not He's not great. He's not an NFL He's punter. no Ray guy. No, he's no Ron Stark. There he's an average punter. But that Is he whole, even a Danny White? Is Danny White a punter? He was a quarterback who also punted. The bigger question is the kicker. Because those are real points. That, that affects yeah. game plan and mindset if you can't trust your kicker. You don't remember Danny White? I remember him as a quarterback. For the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. But he also punted. You didn't know that? I don't remember Come that. on, buddy. Did he hold, too, on kicks? I don't think he held. He might have held, though. Joe Theismann held. I, I believe it. He was Theismann before he I was know, Theismann. until he became a Heisman candidate. That's right. Brad writes, whenever conference realignment is brought up, this is funny, Corey, you're going to like this. All right. That's a code for get off your phone. Sorry. <laughs> whenever conference realignment is brought up, there seems to always be the discussion of academics. Whether a particular mm. school lines up academically with the other schools they would potentially be in a conference with. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why is this even a thing? I'm with you. These are athletic conferences. I don't see what importance there is whatsoever. I don't believe in the history of the world that an employer has ever given a Louisville grad a job because they're in the same conference with the academically prestigious Duke University. Yeah. <laughs> I, 100%, man. You are all over it, Brad. Yep. That is correct. It doesn't matter. It's just something to say for the members of the – for people who went to those schools in that conference, they're already kind of looking down on you as an outsider when you want your team to join their conference. So the way they do it is they, they feign like that they're offended at the yeah. thought of Florida State joining their conference or whomever. You know. Now, was I greatly offended as somebody who takes great pride in Florida State's academic standards? Which are much higher now than they were when you were matriculating <laughs> through the school. Correct, yes. correct. We don't have to go Sorry, there. Sorry, that was my the fault. The point would rude. be this. Was I offended that we invited Louisville into this conference? I mean, that godforsaken, sorry-ass excuse for an academic institution just beg, has they no give right. Degrees in pizza. That's a, basically a junior college. <laughs> Let's settle down. But settle I mean, They down are. The but, you know, I understood their value athletically, so I put it behind 100%. me. 100%. I put it behind me. They, showed, said, you know what? they showed where their chips were when they kept Rick Pitino <laughs> after he impregnated a woman on a table in a, in a restaurant. With an assistant coach below the table. Yeah. Like, it was... Cheered him on. It was seedy, sketchy, All gross stuff. All kinds of seedy, yeah. But they kept him. Uh, Louisville knows what they... Billy Minotti Hall. But we love Louisville because they care. That shows they care. And, look, the Big Ten, it was always about the AAU, right? Right. Well, then AAU. Nebraska got stripped the second they joined they the league. Care. They didn't and care. And they didn't care. Nebraska's still they there. They still don't and care. And I can't... I couldn't imagine, like, the, the Northwestern president... Are the Iowa president when they get offered Florida State and Clemson being no, like, no, no, they don't, guys, they don't guys, fit our guys. What are we doing? They don't fit our academic, uh, academic profile. profile. It's like okay, but they win championships <laughs> in the only sport that matters, sir <laughs> yeah. or madam. They yeah. win championships in the only sport that matters, and we need them because mm. football drives everything, everything. And so, yes, t- ten years ago, twenty years ago, it might have mattered. It does not matter at all anymore. It's what, of course, it does. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's semi-pro the, football. It's team. the second it's, biggest yeah. sport in the United States That's, behind the National Football League. We're going to take a quick break. Come back and wrap it up. Oh, it's, a well, it's a late break, all right. but I owe it to the people. Okay, all right. Ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. Major League Baseball is finally back in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run totals, 
and futures. MyBookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of a brand new MyBookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie and use promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. It's simple. You deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Just use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. So if you're a baseball fan looking to add even more excitement to the new season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. My bookie. A flawless read. That was great. And now with we're done with the show. staring at I know. I was staring. staring. Yeah. You were trying, put, to, trying to put pressure on you. You were, but I just. It's like Earl Woods with Tiger. Just crazy. The yeah. focus. Man, the laser-like focus. Great. You're it's, becoming great. Ryan writes, is Jim Phillips the new Baghdad Bob? That was always the best. The, uh, nothing to see here. Nothing, everything's we're all controlling right. just, this war. Yeah, we, we are yeah. dominating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're almost done. They're about to pull out. I wonder what Jim um, <laughs> phrasing, sir. Sorry. Uh, I, w- I wonder. What, I wonder what Jim Phillips is doing. That's been the question of the day. I mean, probably doing like guys. Is he it's doing all right. the running around trying to look busy thing? You know, like I, he's some, like he's yeah. he doesn't have time to talk to you. Yeah. He's, he's oh, like, yeah. I see you over there. Sorry. Anytime he walks into a lobby or the hallway of that Amelia. By the way, for the conference with no money, got to stay at the Ritz Carlton on yeah. Amelia Island. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. Uh, just you know, they don't want to don't want to get don't want to give these schools money to compete with Alabama. But let's stay at the Ritz for a week. <laughs> he but, does uh, the thing where he goes, but he's uh, guys. I'm on a phone call. Boy, I got to go. He yeah, his phone over and over again, like I do when I'm walking through a tailgate, and I yeah, don't want to be bothered with all time. my fans. Well, I always tell you when you leave Hotel Indigo to go walk through the masses up to the press box, make sure you have your cell phone out. Well, yeah, because I know you're gonna get mobbed, and I just tell you do the thing that I do, Corey. Right. Just let them know. I can't. I can't. It's a big, co- important call. I'm on the phone Very with the commissioner. Yeah. I'm telling Jim what to do. He's at a loss. Michael writes, boys, will there be any official ceremony where Matthew Thomas places his single-horned crown on Destin Hill? Or is that more of a behind-the-scenes thing? Unicorns for that ass. At least Matthew, Th- Matthew Thomas showed up as a freshman. Mm. And then it was always a wonder if he'd never really knew playing. Yeah. But to be gone for two years. But, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Ted writes Thomas. He played in the league, I think, for a couple years. A couple minutes. Ted writes, hello, gents, from Bartlett, Tennessee. All right. Just wanted to say that we enjoy your shows and all the content you guys provide for us. Sounds like the Magnificent Seven is the real deal. Now let's find number eight and get the hell up out of this sorry-ass conference. Thanks for all you guys do at WarChant, and as always, go Knowles. Thanks, Ted. Thank you, Not really a question, just an observation. And we think eight was, you said it was Louisville today. Yeah. yeah looks like The Louisville. Elite Eight, the Great Eight. Yeah. So, uh... Say the ACC neighborhood ran into some imminent domain issues and the conference just magically got bulldozed tomorrow, writes Logan. The SEC and Big Ten are informed that they are able to pick up the top eight ACC programs, but they have to select them in an alternating draft order. SEC wins the coin flip and gets the number one pick. Who do they take? Florida State. Florida State. The remaining ACC programs get picked up by the other conferences in a secondary draft. So which program is selected as the Mr. Irrelevant draft pick? Boston College. College. Trades are allowed if a conference wants to trade up or down. So if you didn't get FSU at number one and you're sitting at two, you're taking Clemson. But then from there, you could see some trades. You could see some movement on the draft board. Would you trade Clemson, Miami, and North Carolina for Florida State? Mm. Would you give the SEC those three if you got Florida State? If you're the Big Ten? Yeah. And I'm giving them Miami, North Carolina, and Virginia? And Clemson. Not Virginia, Clemson. Clemson. Or Ooh. Florida State and Clemson, I feel like are they they're connected at the hip. Yeah, they, they can't separate are. them. And, and that's, that's a, a tough one. That's a tough one. I like the game though. It's kind of fun I to do. I would trade everybody in the ACC 
for Florida State and Clemson. The game to play is to sit down with your friends and get into the debate of, okay, let's say we got 48 teams that are going to be part of this massive new television world, and they're playing big boy semi-pro football. Who are the 48? Write them out. Purdue. We don't have Rutgers. time, buddy. We don't have, oh, okay. yeah. But do All it. Right. Do it. Sit there because where it gets fun, when you get into the 40s, you yeah. got to make some tough choices. Yep. You're like, really? You want them over – there's and, some real list of like pros and cons. Yeah, like, okay, gets, that's a yeah, big market, but yeah, they never do anything. Yeah. Their fan base is terrible. Yeah, that's a, that's, Our great fun. fan base, but small market. Yeah, I, I got it, man. It's kind yeah. of a fun game. Uh, for Corey Clark. Fun. There's yeah. other fun games you can play. It's a fun game. Okay. Just play it sometime. We'll play it while we're having beers together. Oh, no, I forgot. Water and vodka. Water and vodka. Ira, we miss you, buddy. I can't wait to see you again. Have fun in Amelia Island, Ira. I know you're over there just yucking it up, having fun, <laughs> laughing at our asses. <laughs> Good job, Director Matthew, and uh, thanks for listening and watching, everybody. We appreciate you. Be well. Don't forget, Wake Up War Chant, Jeff Cameron Show tomorrow. Peace!